Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I'm delighted to say I'm now joined on the phone by Lionel and Gypsy from the Lee O'Neill Blues Gang. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello, Kev. Hello, Kev. <laughs> right, you sent me uh, one of your tracks. Is this from your first album? Is this your first album that you've recorded? No, it's the second one. Right. And, uh, this one was released in September 2022. Right. Well, we'll come back to that later on. But, uh, Lionel, let's start with you. You're described as a self-taught child of rock. Who or what first got you into music and what made you want to be a musician? When I was a child, I met a boy, Fred Chapelier, three years older than I was, and we grew up together much more as brother than friends. Right. We spent our time listening plenty of vinyls, practicing every riff of phrasing. Do you know Fred Chapelier? Yes, well, I've seen videos of him. Okay. Okay. Uh, There's a few live videos of yourselves performing with him, and the official video for Alone has got him on it. In France, he's now a famous blues man with 25 years' career, and here in France, he's the boss. Right. It sounds like somebody somebody I need to speak to then. Ah, yes, yes. I think it uh, would be a a great thing, yes. Even for him, because a few years ago, uh, he recorded a tribute to Peter Green, and it was a very, very good album. Yes, great album. Well, Lionel, you grew up listening to the likes of Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin, but you went on to discover Peter Green... Albert King and Eric Clapton. Did somebody introduce you to the blues or was that a natural progression from what you were listening to before? Well, it was a natural progression for me. I uh, studied all the rock guitar players and then I went back to the roots. And your style has been described as a mix of vintage and modernity. Is that something you strive for, or is that just your natural style? I think it's natural for me. Uh, I love vintage sound, uh, you know, uh, with a low saturation, to get the pure and real sound of the guitar and amp. Uh, Just play, uh, just plug and play, you know? A good riff is uh, the more important. Yeah, because... Sometimes people put uh, special effects on their guitar to make it sound wonderful, but that can sometimes drown the feel of the song. Uh, j- just to boost uh, uh, the drive of the amp, yeah, and uh, and just to boost uh, yeah, on stage. Yeah, only only few effects. Yeah, only only few effects. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, Gypsy, you started yeah. learning classical piano at an early age. Were you encouraged to do that, or was it something you wanted to do at the time? Uh, well, when I was young, my parents bought a piano because they thought it was a nice way to decorate their home. Mm-hmm. And I started to play, naturally. 
And uh, they think after, uh, well, uh, it would be great uh, to her to go to a school. So uh, they, they bring me to a music school and I learned a classic piano, classical piano, but I didn't really like because uh, uh, there were some hard rules when uh, you were to have a competition each time to cross the next level. So it was not a good way for me uh, to learn music. So I stopped. Uh, I stopped very early. You stopped playing piano at the age of 11. Yeah, um, that's right. Then started studying jazz later on. When and how did you come across the blues? And what was it about the blues that appealed to you? Well, it was much more uh, a long way to to get into the blues. I started by jazz, listening uh, singers like Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, and so on. And after I met uh, Lionel 20 years ago, and uh, we were discussing about life and everything, and uh, I said, uh, oh, but I love that kind of music. And he said, but it's blues. It's uh, simply blues music. So I get into the blues with Lionel. He makes me uh, discover and practice a lot of uh, of blues, uh, guitar man and singer. And uh, now I, I love really blues. You mentioned Ella Fitzgerald and people like that. Is that the kind of people that you base your style on, or is it just your unique style? Oh, no, no, it's not my unique style. I like Ella Fitzgerald, but not only. I love uh, Sarah Vaughan, I love Diana Krall, uh, all the great uh, jazz singer women, or the divas. But uh, I also love um, contemporary female uh, vocalists. For example, Jazz McRae with uh, soul and rhythm and blues. And she's the background vocal of Joe Bonamassa. Right. And uh, so I really love uh, her way of singing. And you both played together at various events over the years, but in 2012, you decided to get together as a duo. Was this suggested by someone, or did it just feel right? Uh, well... Uh, it was just the right moment, uh, you know, we, we felt uh, we need to play together, only together. So what kind of things were you playing when you started? Um, we started by playing covers, a lot of covers, uh, like uh, Eric Clapton, Peter Green, uh, Peter Green yes, Gary Moore, so, yeah. um, Albert King. Yes, Freddie King, <laughs> all the big and the great uh, blues men, of course, and the uh, blues women. But it was only to play in duet because uh, we want to be alone on stage, only Lionel and I. Right. But by 2019, you decided to expand and form a band made up of some of the best musicians in your area. Were these people that you knew or were there auditions to join the band? Well, um, as we said, um, the first was a duet, and then our friend Fred Chapelier invited us on uh, 2019 to play uh, on one of his shows like a guest. And after, he said, but guys, uh, you have to form uh, your own band. You have uh, a lot of things to say. Uh, your level is very great. So uh, please, uh, form a band and choose some musicians. So uh, that's why Lionel did. So uh, I chose the best musician of my area, 
I wanted uh, some guys who had experience and came from different universe, you know. Mm. I want them to be uh, at my service in a way. I didn't want same to try to arrange uh, or compose uh, the song with me. I'm the only composer on the band. That's really important that Lionel uh, choose the, the musicians who can be able to listen exactly what he wanted in this music and not someone who say, oh, you'd better play this or you'd better play that. No, the, the composition and uh, the melody, the harmony, everything is written by Lionel, only him. Yeah. It was so important to have such musicians who came from a different uh, universities and uh, who can uh, put in our music their way of playing the bass or playing uh, the drum, for example, and to give some more rock or more jazzy sound like the, the keyboard, for example. You mentioned the keyboard player, and one thing that struck me is that uh, Francois is an accompanist for silent films. I didn't think that kind of thing still happened. Uh, well, uh, uh, no, of course, uh, it was a project uh, he had a few years ago, but it was important because uh, I, I, I uh, knew uh, by the way he would pay attention of uh, that will be going on, on, on stage, you know? If you can play with a silent movie, for example, he's very attentive to what is happening. So if we had to improve on uh, one or another song, uh, of course, it can be very impressive and it can improvise something very interesting just by listening and uh, and feeling the atmosphere. Yes, uh, this way to to improvise when it's demand is pretty interesting for me. Yeah. Gypsy, you wrote the lyrics for the songs on your album and then you spent a week in the studio recording them. Were the songs pretty much arranged before you went in, or did they develop during the, the recording process? Uh, yes, of course. Everything was uh, arranged before we entered the studio, because we only have one week to record all, all the musics and uh, all the lyrics. So um, we did it as a, a live session, if you want. Uh, just one or two recording sessions for each song. Uh, we wanted to keep the feeling, the emotion, and uh, the, the life conditions, if you want. Uh, for this uh, second record, we add uh, background vocal and uh, some other guitar. Uh, so we did that after, but only one week to record everything. So the songs are on the record exactly like we wanted them to sound. And you're getting airplay all over the place now. Are there plans to take this on tour outside of France? Uh, yes, uh, that is very important for us as a young band to to be a play uh, all over the world. And uh, we will soon go in uh, Belgium for a, con a concert and we are waiting for a little tour in Germany, you know, uh, maybe in UK. Uh, of some booking agency is listening your radio, we are open. Yes, yeah. we, are waiting, we are looking for a booking agency. So if you got some places where we can play, uh, we will be uh, happy. And of course, we'll come. <laughs> well, hopefully somebody is listening to this and will pick up on that. 
And yeah. uh, finally, are you looking to the next album or are you still concentrating on promoting this one? Uh, well, we do the same. At the, the, the both at the same time because, um, you know, Lionel is a kind of, no, it's not a kind, he's really an hyperactive person. So he's already working on the third album. Even when we were in the studio last year for the second one, he, he told me, hey, I've got new songs. I say, oh, whoa, moment, moment. <laughs> <laughs> we have the time. So, so now we are, of course, do the promotion of the first and the second album, but he's already working on the third. A thought that's just crossed my mind, when you get a new song, do you try it out at gigs before you go to record it? No, no. We never play the new song without... Um, going to the studio to record it. Yes. It's important for us. We don't want to um, to let the audience discover new songs uh, without putting them on an album. Right, right. Well, it's been an absolute joy talking to you and thank you for getting in touch mm -hmm. and I wish you all the best for the future and hopefully we can do this again sometime. Oh, it, it was a pleasure for us. Thank you. you. Very, and um, of course, we hope to meet you in UK if we <laughs> if we come to play here. And uh, long life to your radio show, and uh, thank you for spinning our music. Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there, and there will be more as we record more for the show, and we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.